The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Welcome to The Real Pod. We have just seen the final of Traitors, which I didn't even realise was happening, even as I sat down to watch the last second to last episode. It really wasn't very well flagged in advance, was so it? It just stopped. Fast. It just stopped. Too fast. I easily could have done another couple of weeks of this show. Yeah. Um, that's just a note for producers. Milk it, mates. Milk it. Get another couple of weeks on air. We you know we always complain that shows are too long? Well, sometimes we complain that they're too short too. <laughs> we never bloody happy, are we? Unpleasable. What I wanted, when I was watching the UK one, I was just like thinking to myself, because I binged it, but I was like, imagine the tension of watching that week to week. One episode a week. Like how in hell you would be, how much time you'd be able to spend thinking about everything. I just feel like the two a week just kind of... Burned through it way too fast. It went so fast. It's just how we make TV in New Zealand. Hey, um, I'm Jane Yee. I'm joined by Duncan Grieve and Alex Casey. Thank you very much for subscribing to our paid version of oh, the Oh, so nice. So nice. Far out. Um, it's such a treat to be able to be intimate with you guys. Um, yeah, <laughs> like a little bit like Colin in a plate of eyeballs sort of and tongues and things. Naked in a lot of ways. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> That's a that's throw. A, that's a throw. It's a call a forward. Call for, no, it's a call back. It's a call back. It's a call back. I did it. It's a call back. It's a call I thought, back. I thought I'd back. executed nice. it properly. Yeah, good. Okay, anyway. Nailed it. It's what you come here for. Do we want any real news before we get into traders or not? A little bit. Just a smidge. Okay, just a, just a sprinkling a of real news. Okay, here we go. The Golden Bachelor... Duncan Grieve's dream uh, is is coming to life, and we've we had the announcement of the Bachelor, very handsome older man in his seventies, I believe, and now we have got the release of the cast of Bachelorettes, and wow, they are all reasonably old, which is great. None of them represent the reality of their ages, but. It's a good start actually having people in their 60s and 70s rather than I, – I was worried it was going to be a whole bunch of people in their 40s and 50s. No, well, the, the thing is, like, this isn't my vision for the, for the show, which I have been pitching on, on The Real Pod for years now. Because to, to, in my mind, it's very much a sort of a grim – you know those kind of English uh, sort of docu BBC docu-shows? And it's like it's in a rest home and there's just sort of bad – physical stuff happening all the time. I'm thinking people in their 80s and 90s, very kind of realism, no no proper lighting. The gold metro is not it, but I love 
I love everything about it. You want the Diamond Bachelor? Yeah, I, I, I you want, want last the, shot, last yeah, shot, yeah, at last love. shot at love. That's that's my name. <laughs> it's also last shot at love slash and maybe life. You yeah, know, like the, yeah, the, the risk of losing someone during some of the eliminations are by <laughs> God smiting them. <laughs> Um, some fun facts about our bachelorettes. Renee doesn't enjoy fishy tasting fish. That's so good. Um, who does though, you know? Yeah. I I see what she's saying. It sounds silly, but I think it's a completely fair statement. Um, and actually, same here with Teresa, who loves 70s rock, both soft and hard. Um, <laughs> Sylvia, Sylvia enjoys lifting small weights. They're actually it's great. a lot easier to lift than big They weights. really are. Um, These are barely facts. Like, <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of sad to think that that's what lies ahead for us, eh? Like, what are the, what, what defines you? Disagree. I can't wait till that's like the most significant thing you can say about me. I'm just looking to whittle down my personality till it's just a sort of a, a blubbery little. You got you know, a you like got a way to go, mate. You've table. been on you've been on Duncan Garner's podcast. I have you've a Mary Lambie. Here, Mary Lam- all the things. Um, and I just also want to point out that Matt James, a previous bachelor, his mum, mom, is on the show. <gasps> wow. The one who looks wow. like Celine Dion is Matt James's mom. So is there um? So are these women? Are they the same age as this man? They're, is that what you're telling uh, me? Uh, roughly. It's fine. Yeah. Love yeah, it's, the age Love thing that. is fine. There's other forms of when representation. he looks about 40, I know. good luck to him. There are other forms of representation missing in terms of they're just, I mean, they all, they all look 30 years younger than they are. <laughs> but the age on their birth certificates, I do understand, is, uh, is, 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 is appropriate for, for the show. So I'm excited. Um, in other news... Remember Olivia from Maths, the one who called. Oh yeah. Called. Uh, yeah. Called out Dom. And called out Dom, and then went in about having called, an OnlyFans. And then started her own OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, Great character. This is a bit sad though. She's been duped into a, a fake relationship. She travelled to Ireland to meet up with this guy that she had met while holidaying. So she met him in real life. They'd been exchanging messages daily for the, all of this year. She went over to Ireland to uh, to be with him. And someone at a pub was like, oh, you don't want to do that. He's got a girlfriend. Oh, no. You, oh, you can no. do better pet, is what the lady said to her. Um, oh. And so she's come out on Instagram to talk a little bit about her experience. It's very sad. Yeah, so but... it wasn't like a scam. It was just a... I don't know. I mean, I definitely want some details yeah. because... I want a TV movie about I mean, this. he knew, surely he knew she was coming. Going to be pretty hard to... Well, just say, don't, don't, come. What I'd say is that she can do better pet. But also, she was quite horrible, so maybe it's just Kama as her boyfriend. Someone in the real pod <laughs> corner said, this is really sad if it's true, and I'll just leave that with you. In other news, I have discovered something. Whoa. Um, did you know that there is legit a meal out there that is a camel stuffed with lambs that are stuffed with chicken that are stuffed oh, with eggs. Like a turducken, but... Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's like a traditional Egg. wedding feast. Oh um, and I have this morning been watching videos of the, the being prepared. Does it look I yum? That sounds this. yummy. Really? It, I was just looking at... All I could think of was um, the food poisoning. Because Why? it just felt like the platters are like twice the size of this table. And I'm like... You have to cut these meats all take different lengths of time, and you got to, and you've got to transport this thing to the wedding and then shred it all apart. That's out for more than four hours. 
That's in the danger zone. I think it's yummy. more. Like, the discomfort for me is more. I mean, you know, I have an egg thing, and like even a Scotch egg makes me uncomfortable. The egg is like. <laughs> The final frontier as well. Yeah, the amount of stuff you've got to get through. And then there's a, a freaking egg in the middle. <laughs> it's you kidding me? It's very much like the woman who swallowed a fly, you know? Because yeah. what, what came out? Someone, she, then she swallowed a, something to catch the fly and then swallowed a rat and then Swallow swallowed a... Peanut butter and your Yeah, this is basically like a chicken ate its own egg and then a lamb ate the chicken. All right, all right, let's move on. We've got to talk about this television program. Okay, traders, reality check. Let's go. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> she just okay, we, as discussed, it went far too quick. Okay, but we've got that out of our systems. So let's just get on with what ha- happened in these last two episodes. Um, the faithful just started ca- cannibalizing themselves while Brooke and Colin just watched on. The two most suspicious people easily in the cast at this point. Just when talk. they were going at each well, other across the round table, it was like, hello, here are our traitors. Yeah, and they both name each other, and then you find yeah. out that one of them's a traitor. It's just, and, they, you know, whenever they're privately, they're just, Colin's a traitor, oh, Brooke's a traitor. It's just, it's really amazing. It's almost like maybe that's the tip, is that when you're on traitors, you just constantly act like a traitor, and it kind of confuses people or something. Uh, the, the, I think it, for next season, going into the traitors, if you find yourself a cast member, please remember there is always a time when traitors betray each other, you know? So we had Robbie, we had Colin and Brooke trying to betray each other. They will do that. It, that was never a conversation that came up this whole season. No one was like, mm. oh, you know, one of the tra-, you know, that in, in the wonderful, innocent, faithful's minds, they'd look at Brooke putting Colin down and be like, Brooke can't be a traitor. He would never throw another traitor under the bus. Brooke's such a good guy, you know? I mean, it is amazing. Brooke Howard Smith pulled off something pretty incredible. He really did. All the did. way to the end here. Like, I know that we've kind of talked shit about him before, but whatever he's, whatever spell he had over those people, even when like they tried to get rid of Anna and she walked into breakfast the next day, and he so obviously, I thought, went, holy hell, in a handbasket because he hasn't managed to murder her. And yet nobody noticed. Like, he must just have this kind of crazy, discombobulating persona. And credit to him, he nearly made it all the way to the end. Totally endorse that. Like, uh, yeah, as as agree, we've we've done some shit talking. And and I think, you know, deserved. But you can't argue with results, right? Like, he made it into the last three, despite... Certainly in the edit, looking like he was shrieking his traitor status the whole time. And yet they, you know, they were picking freaking kings. Like they were picking some real innocent dudes. I was very worried at the end that someone like Sam was going to get got. (laughs) And Brooke's just standing there with like a neon sign and like, you know, just bollards. It's just crazy how traitor he was, but he made it. I feel like this is an opportune time, especially as we are very soon also going to be getting into Celebrity Treasure Island recaps, to remind everyone that when we do do our shit talking, it's very affectionate. We're talking about what we see in the edit. It's not about people as they are in real life, okay? So when we're saying, like, when I'm saying Brooks a quad, I'm talking about his behaviour after the challenge, you know? Well, well, and his portrayal on TV. Like, we know that the edit is um, totally. fragments of what people actually did. And I'm not just saying this because I know Brooke listens to the podcast, but hi, Brooke. Yeah. Anyway, um, look, 
it's it, what do we have? We had Julia and Kings were going at each other, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. which was ultimately both their downfalls. Yeah, it's just a bad idea to go hard after one person for such a long time because eventually, if that person does get banished and turns out to be a faithful, you just it just really looks like you're a traitor. And you've been just you've just wasted a lot of time. Like I think you just need to be prodding in a lot of things, which Kings was doing, you know, quite in a sort of strange style. But he, I thought Kings had an amazing close, and I was I was sad to see him go. I feel feel like Kings deserved a share of the prize he almost really more does. than anyone. Mm. I wanted it mm. for him. I loved watching him um, in the laser challenge, the cool art heist <laughs> in a shed challenge when he perfected the double jump. Very athletic. Yeah. Did you notice? He, he would just like went right in, double jump, both legs on the ground. I just wanted to see Kings do more of that, you know. I just wanted more Kings. I loved Kings. I loved Kings too. I'm honestly, after he was like, you guys suck when they yeah. when they got rid of Van, and I was like, okay, that is the number one true faithful kind of a reaction to something like mm-hmm. no one should be questioning him after that point but of course they did he's I, just such a treat i just want i want someone to find a king's vehicle like he's he should have a place in our media he should not be like a regular can he write music always on i don't y- yes. yes i actually think that was one of the singles of the last decade to be honest well i mean don't it was it. It yeah really but was. but you know that that's when i say it I know because you're you're a pop music enthusiast. Uh, Can we also talk about Colin's beard? Like, how did it suddenly grow so big and bushy and square, seemingly in like two days? Like, it really does oh. something. Like, if you go back and watch it, it goes from just kind of quite sort of svelte and kempt to just this big blocky Ivan the Terrible. It's a freaking crazy thing that happens to his beard. What a what a what a man! We, we, ha- could, we have lots to talk about when it comes to Colin. Should we do that now? I was just going to say, could that be because for the finale, he, you know, clearly like his, his hair was concealed. He was wearing this beautiful, long, sort of elaborate turban. He said he was dressed for a funeral. But I wonder if, like, when you take his hair away, yeah, right. maybe that adds to the the it's, beard it's, volume. It's yeah. like those magic eye puzzles. It's just a what do you call it? Optical illusion type thing. Okay, Brooke is just for Brooke. As a sidekick or a partner in crime, there's just nothing. Man, some, he's cold. He's cold. His, his one-liners, just even his two and three-liners, all yeah. so good. <laughs> so good. Like, just incredible casting. Um, can we can we just talk about also Julia's outfit? I know we, 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 need, we will get on to Colin, but I have to talk about the outfit for the laser mission. Laser. She's like, I didn't wear the right outfit for this mission, right? She's wearing a... a a cocktail. An evening gown, yeah. A, a short mm. cocktail dress. That's not the right outfit for any mission. When you think about all the missions they've had so far, was she like, I know what I'm going to wear. This would have worked well in other missions, so it will serve me well now. What's she thinking? Their whole mission, like, I really liked it. Like, to, to be clear, as a, as a known mission agnostic at best, I think having to go through, like, a laser maze is incredible. But then... I feel like Paul Henry, who obviously incredible performance on the show, he sort of botched the framing, like because he's like, I've got to make some space in my collection for some new curios. I think that this needed to be framed as like, here are my most valuable yeah. possessions, and you know, this is my amazing security system. If you want, you know, like it, it should have been framed as a heist, not yeah. a you know, like have at it, declutter. But, but yeah, not a declutter. <laughs> like, what, what what happened there? I'm sort of, I'm, I was almost angry about it. I was quite hot at the time. 
Maybe that was the original concept, but he was just like, I'm, I can't sell that I owned a $200 Buzzy Bee. This is a piece yeah. of <laughs> He had a sense of a man riffing. I, I want to know the technology behind these laser lights because they did look a little bit like what you'd hire just for a, a school disco or such. Um, I feel like I could definitely see lasers like lighting up people's legs, even though they got through. And I'm not sure if that's some sort of reflection thing or like were they actually tripping the laser lights or was there, <laughs> was there a, was there a, a bunch of interns? Yeah. 100%. 100%. Basically being on the, on, the, um, tri, on the tri line looking to see if anything goes over. How fun though. I would love to have done this. Yeah, real you know, escape like, room Like vibes. Colin says, you're in a movie. I mean, we might have been able to do it in that escape room if you hadn't broken the game within five seconds and unlocked <laughs> the whole room. I did an escape room on the weekend, guys, with children at a, at a kid's <gasps> birthday. My children. I didn't just go. I didn't just like bust hey Guys, in. you want to go to the escape room? <laughs> and I had such hectic fucking adult energy there. Like I started off being like, let the kids do it. And then within three minutes, I was like, no, let me do that. No, that goes there. Well, that doesn't make sense, does it? No, of course that wouldn't work yet, idiot. You know? Um, anyway, we, I mean, we made it out. We survived. So, so can we talk about Julia's elimination speech? Oh, I can't what remember. What was it? Remind me. She, 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 she's, she's eliminated and um, she stands up and goes, I promised myself that I would play this game with dignity and integrity. I just want to make it clear what the game is called. It's called The Traitors. Mm. Like, I mean, dignity, I guess you can, I mean, that's not how you make good TV. But integrity? You can't have any integrity on a game called The Traitors. But Come also, on, Julia. this is every reality show, right? Like, I know that's another thing where people talk about, like, I just wanted to be myself. Don't. You know? Don't. Boring. It's far more interesting if you psychologically lose the plot. Yes. That's what we're aiming for here. Um, and she was in a unique position where we didn't know who the real her was. No. <laughs> so she could have done anything. <laughs> Absolutely. I love the people who come in and lie about their professions and the and the other yeah. other, oh. other versions. Um, we didn't talk about Kings getting banished, even though we we um, you know, we've alluded to it. It's too sad. Just before, just before he was banished, there was a heartfelt chat in the room about kind of why everyone was doing this. We actually did this. This was this was the only sort of um, moment like we get a lot in Treasure Island where people talk about their charities and so on. We get some of that heartfelt stuff. So we we, we learned that Kings um, wanted to win the money to take his kids to Japan. Can't argue with that. It's a fucking amazing trip. Yeah. I bet his kids would love it. They're not going though because he didn't win. Um, Brooke wants I to. Would have got a fee. Brooke would have got a little fee. Would have got a fee. Would have got a fee. Would have got a little fee. Yeah. <laughs> and if nothing else, Sam Fury can take his kids to Japan for him. You know. Yeah, but I don't think you'd want just someone you don't know to take your kids to Japan. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know it's. I mean, yeah. obviously, you go to escape rooms with random kids all the time, but yeah. Japan's just a long. Depends way. on the kids, you yeah. know. Yeah. Honestly, true. Would you send Vivita? Well. Historically, yes, oh, but she... lately. Oh, no. that's so nice. No, I mean. This morning, I, I came in from um, the gym at like 7am and I'm just sort of trying to get, get into the house quietly. And she leaps out from the behind the door and does like a very intense, punch on a punch on the first of the month, no returns. And it was so terrifying. <laughs> I, I, I was really close to evacuating my bowels. And so I don't know. So look, it's a bad day, but a great month yeah, for Vivi. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Good on you, Vivi. Hope for us all. Okay. Anyway, um, Brooke wants to give his money to charity. So there you go. Yeah, okay. Nikki Grateful was, for that. Well, but, for yes, that. but so Nikki was close listening to Brooke. Uh -oh. Nikki's got a real problem with Brooke, my, my wife, Nikki. And um, she was like, 
she he he basically phrased it in a way it was like give some money to charity like there was there was oh. whether it was the whole prize oh. remained ambiguous <laughs> and uh and i i thought that was kind of <laughs> and also like that's fine any money is nice that, yeah you know yeah but um okay well Julia, both Julia and Anna talked about the. I can't really remember what they said. Something about being a good example. It didn't actually relate directly to the money, did it? Yeah. It no. was sort of like coming on the show and showing, you know, they could do challenges. Yeah, getting things over and, your self doubts. Yeah, and stuff. I don't Smith even remember hearing one. much from Anna. I mean, Sam Smith is, you know, saying he wants to prove he he, he lives with a disability. Yeah. Wants it was to prove so that to his cute kids. and nice. Sam Smith is just such a hero. What a hero. Um, but it was it was Colin who stole the show of that emotional chat. I mean, it was sort of like he was listening to everyone and just getting ready, and then. The man just crumpled yeah. and started crying and talking about, you know, he lost his mum during COVID and all this stuff. And it was like, I sort of just wish we had got to know a little bit more about them earlier, like yeah. in terms of that sort of stuff, because it really, really hit home yeah. um, and did bring all those stakes and all that stuff that we've kind of wanted the whole time. Um, and Colin, yeah, famously is for all his flamboyance and like, <laughs> ubiquity is a very private person. Like he doesn't actually really talk about. No one his knows. Life that much. No one knows the real Colin. No, no one, knows one knows where he goes or what he thinks of the places he goes. I have exchanged a couple of Instagram <laughs> messages with him in very recent time, and um, the last one he sent me was one of his classic, just him modelling to the camera. And it's one. It was one mm. of the ones that just he didn't say anything. It's just him giving a look to the camera, and then it, it's one of those little bomb Instagram ones. Like I can't replay it; it's gone. And that I feel like is is Colin summed up as he's like he's giving so much and yet nothing at all. You know, mm. he's such a mystery to me. But I adore him, and we always knew he was great. But now after this, now after fucking sitting down and just yeah. hoeing into eyeballs and tongues. Can we get him on some and, Patricia a bit too, sort of, he couldn't sleep on a camp bed. He would do it. Would he? Yeah. I, I don't think, think he'd do it. I, I don't think, think he'd do it. I, I think he likes the lavish, you know. Yeah, he's a luxurious. I, I think he'd do it. I think he'd do it. I do. The man ate freaking eyeballs and wow. went yum. Wow. Like yum. That yum, was delicious. an incredible performance from him. It was honestly. It made me want to eat that. Really? <laughs> like, that's crazy. The way he was just whole, like, I was like, delicious. It looks like chef's table or something when Colin does it. It made you know? me believe I could. It didn't make me want to. It made me believe that it, I didn't think it was possible for anyone to sit down and just kind of look all raw. You know, it looked like yeah. just like they had literally just got traitors number two sheep and, and went at it, you know, and then popped it down. Yeah, but then it didn't look quite real, especially with the, one of them was an eyeball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I ate a fish eyeball once, just for a sort of a lack, and it was very hard and crunchy and just for a lack. sort of gelatinous and just really horrible. And that's like a tiny, thin little thing. Like that was just a big, bally eyeball. Oh. I need to tell you about something because this is on topic but off topic. Oh, yeah. So my son goes to a gifted school one day a week because he's a genius. Okay, what about it? Anyway. They have been invited by Auckland University to go into one of their labs where they do some things. And in the email they sent home letting us know about this field trip, they're like, just so you know, the kids can't touch anything. There will be like, there will be brain slices on display. And I'm, and I'm, we're not talking lambs, I don't think. I think we're talking... Human. Human. Human brain. Human brain. Like sashimi. What's wrong with that? Ah! 
Do you would you go happily into a lab as an eleven year old? Yeah. Is it touchable or I is it behind not, a glass? No, I don't know. It'll be I in glass. I think it's it like fine. Beautiful, beautiful art piece. Oh my god! Are you happy just to see a slice of human brain on a field trip? Can we move on to the big question, which is what challenge of this would you least like to do you of the four crazy. challenges? Oh, my God. The tattoo. The humongous tattoo. I would have got the tattoo. Would you? Yeah, well, you would. I would have just... Because you've got that Celebrity Treasure Island one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a great big picture. Just it's piece, just a great picture of Maddie McLean on my back. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I think I think because it, this is such a once-in-a-lifetime experience, I feel like, you know, you could commemorate that. You could have that as part of, you know, one of your core memories that's tattooed on your skin somewhere discreet. I'd go, I think the, the the maggot and giant cockroach challenge is yuck. I'd, I th- I'd struggle with that. I'd struggle with that and the um and the eating. I think that, I, I like, either of those two, I think I'd probably just know. The cold one, I thought she would die. And then when I realised it was a therapy thing, it seems fine. Like that's people pay to people do that. People pay. People pay like one hundred and fifty dollars to do that yeah, to get true. well or whatever. That that's just like a beautiful day at the spa. Yeah. I also I actually loved watching Brookhart Smith and the Maggot Challenge. It actually, really endeared me to him. Yeah, <laughs> too. me too. Because he just absolutely lost it. Like you could tell he was genuinely like really, really freaked out, and the way he was screaming, and then when the cockroaches, like the cockroaches are very active. <laughs> and just the, the idea it was so funny. of oh. maggots crawling into your orifices. No, yeah, thank you. No, thank you. Awful, awful. And three minutes, such a long time. Ages. Oh, so gross. I, don't, I think I could do it. What about the haircut? Yeah, I'd do the haircut. Oh, the haircut was sick. I was like, Sam, what are you complaining about? That's a cool look for you. Yeah, and now you're wearing a fedora always. You know, like that's a whole nother, that that's a whole nother thing now. It's great. And it does explain why potentially in earlier interviews now he was wearing that Fedora, curiously. Maybe they were like, you know, pickups from post-monk haircut. Gosh. Yeah, see, the monk haircut is the kind of thing I would get as a funny commemoration of the show. The giant tattoo. I just can't get over it. I can't get over it. I couldn't do it. I'm Alex, also scared. When you I, get I to my age, it. and honestly, like I've got tattoos that I didn't want. I've got li- my first liver spots come up on my on my hand. You know, you realise the skin is just going to do its own thing from yeah. here on in anyway. Yeah. I might, might as well. You know. Just give it a nudge. Plus, I've already got a very bad tattoo on my back. So, what's another? But it was weird yeah, how it became Fear Factor at the end. Like, yeah. unexpected. Well, no, they did that in the UK one, though. They went into that horrible um, shed that was full of heebie-jeebies. Mm. That was disgusting. But that wasn't the... Was it the last? So it was quite nearish I, then. They did that grave challenge. That's That one. Oh, that's right. That was horrendous. I was waiting for that where someone was buried alive. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah, this was a bit like... It's also kind of strange, I think, for the final mission that they're all sort of separate. I guess I know why they had to do it because there was the element of who's not going to do it. But I liked that in the UK one, how it was them doing this big crazy thing, like going down a lock and like jumping out of helicopters and a real team effort. But it was fun to see Colin eat that <laughs> eyeball on his own. <laughs> it was so good. It's just yeah, nonplus I, the whole way. But also nonplus like, is the wrong word. That's not, that's not the right word. Nonchalant. Nonchalant the and, whole way. And, and eyeballing the camera in this kind of... <laughs> Yeah. Just very Colin, kind of erotically charged way while eating like a, a sheep's heart. And just, really and cool. just being like delicious. Yum. Yum. Yeah. Like, like they man. thought that they would scheme me with this. Are you kidding me? I'm hungry. You know, like just what a, what a gem of a human. Do we talk about the final round table now? Because this is where I was so glad to see Sam 
start to get his time in the sun. Agreed. And I'm sad that it was directed towards Colin because I could feel I was like, oh, shit, Colin's kind of – he's not crumbling. It's just that the Brooke power is so strong, yeah. you know. Um, and Colin kind of had this persona and this thing, which I think is suspicious from the start. But how um, – Sam finally just spoke up and was like, you know, you've you've been telling me to speak up, but then you just talk at me and you talk in circles and you actually haven't given me a chance. And that's when I was like, Sam Smith, yep. for the win. Yes. You know, yeah. this man has been sitting there quietly watching, trying to get involved this whole time. And um, unfortunately, it meant that our Colin had to be banished. But he got his, like, he got another great sign-off he, line. He where did. He was like, what did he say? You... How dare you? How dare you be so brilliant? <laughs> I'm a traitor. See you later. <laughs> and he just was like, I'm a traitor as he was walking away. Like he was, yeah. the, the words left his lips as he was literally walking out the door. What are we doing as a country where he's just not always on our TV being weird? Like that's a bloody scandal. Oh, we need questions about that in the house. Uh, so the final four um, is is and then and then the whole game sort of changes. Then they have this like you end the game or you banish again. Yeah. They've deduced that there is still one more traitor out there. I don't feel like when I watched the UK one, they were n- never quite sure how many traitors were going at any given time. Whereas I feel like mm. they followed pretty well uh, in our version of the show. How you know there must be still one more here. Um, and then they had to throw these little pouches. Was were the end game slash um, banish again pouches that were to change colour? Did was there actually some sort of powder thrown into the flame, or was it a little bit of grading that they did in post? I thought it was real. I think it, I think they gave old Richard Taylor at Weta a call for that one, <laughs> and he put a lovely put red a cellophane. Someone over runs it. over with a bit of cellophane <laughs> over the camera. <laughs> it just felt like you'll more... notice everything was red. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it felt flame. like it wasn't just the flame. Oh really? Like, there wasn't like different intensities. It was just one sort of shade of red over the whole frame. Just oh, it does make me wonder, like unedited, what did it look like then? Was the ceremonial pouch just nothing, or was it like? Kind of just a botch that didn't really work in the moment. <laughs> or was it? Or was it just like a word from production? Hey, look, it's going to look great on the telly, um, but how we're we going to play it here is we're just going to say what each of you chosen. <laughs> anyway, I do love it. The ritual of it, the I drama. Know. I mean, chills the entire time through this final fire pit thing. It's so freaking tense and has this weird like. You know, pagany kind of Wicker Man feeling, even though it's like in this hyper modern <laughs> fire pit and. He's wearing a hat and everything. <laughs> <laughs> they banish again. Of course they do. They need to smoke out the traitor. And they get rid of Julia. Poor Julia. She made it so, so I close. Know. And annoying. And annoying. Yeah. So oh, unfair. Please. She's an influencer, by the way, I've discovered. I figured that she would be. It wasn't like you just find this, like, ex-cop yeah. looks like that and just put her on the TV from, like, the phone book or something. Yeah, no, she's, uh, she's, she's an influencer. But still technically a normie. Technically a normie, yeah. I mean, who isn't an influencer, right? So anyway, okay, so they uh, they, they decide even down to the final three, nope, they're not ready to – I mean, even if you, honestly, even if you think you're all faithfuls in the end, keep banishing. Yeah. Keep, exactly. Why wouldn't the, you? Keep split the money between more money, these people. More money. Know? Yeah. Do you think they knew that Brooke was one they just got rid of Julia just to have a bit more money? Oh, you think they did it in a certain order. That's quite clever. Uh. Because they could have got rid of Brooke first, but then they had to would have had to split it three ways. Yeah. 
I mean, I believed Sam when he said that he was just looking at the body language in well, the way that Brooke, Brooke was like... Brooke did crumble. <laughs> yeah. He was white-knuckled holding onto his plate. Yeah. And Anna just Contorting. honestly was kind of like looked disgusted that she'd just sent one of her best mates home. It was seemed quite genuine. And like Anna, bless her, it feels like she really, she did take it all very seriously, you know, like the um, just getting, just being really shocked if anyone put her name down which only happened like one time, and being really upset when people left and just shocked that this whole thing was happening. It just it gave very real energy. So I wasn't surprised that Sam looked at Brooke and went, traitor, you know. Mm. At the very last, mm. they got him. They got him. And uh, and Sam and Anna won. What a season. They won. Like it was, it was a hell of a watch. It never dragged. Yes, I agree that it could have gone started to go out weekly, but... I really, really love this. It's so great. I can't wait for it to come back next year. Surely it will. Do we know how it rated? It rated quite well. It didn't kind of blow the doors off, but and it doesn't have as much integration opportunity as some other things, which is always helpful to, in terms of getting renewed. But I think... But maybe next season it will, because now it's, you know, proof of concept. Yeah, yeah. You can have, like, Silver Fern Farms doing their finest offal, yeah. you know, for the... <laughs> Eat awful challenge and so on. I just want to see all normies next time. Please, God. Yes. No more celebrities. Let's get true. Or, or you can have like two. Yeah. Okay. But we, we've got you, can have you can have Colin. You can have Colin. Always, Colin always yeah. can have Colin. Okay. That's a wrap on Traders for 2023. We hope it comes back for 2024. Next cab off the rank is, of course, Celebrity Treasure Island. Our bread and butter. We can't wait. And uh, on Thursday, we'll have a remember when anyway. So, you know, there's so much. There's so much in your bloody feed. Good on you, mates. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Samuel. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good on you, mates. From the Spin Off Podcast Network, you've been listening to The Real Pod, hosted by me, Jane Yee, along with Alex Casey and most of the time, Duncan Grieve. Our producers are Tiahe Butler and Samuel Robinson. Thanks for listening. Kia ora e te iwi, Tiaihe Butler here, Podcast Manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.